Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Hey guys, welcome to Season 1, Episode 15 of Talking at the Talon. I'm Bess. I'm Alex. And this episode is called Nicodemus. Yes, which I have just looked up on Wikipedia. Uh, uh? Nicodemus is like a minor figure in the Gospel of John. I, I see. Who is a Pharisee, which... If I knew Bible things, I would maybe know what that meant, yeah, but I mostly don't. Not uh, my- this is, like, super <laughs> New Testament, not my territory no, at all. I um, have no idea what any of these references are. But he- it says he is most notable for assisting with the burial of Jesus. So, like, I don't know what relevance that has to anything here at all. If either of us were people who knew- Bible things. Yeah, like n New Testament references that no, uh I, I mean like from the from the Wikipedia, it really doesn't sound like he's like a major actually significant figure. So like well, I don't know. Significant or not, I'm not sure I'm drawing the no, connection. Yeah. No, I have no idea. But I mean, but I don't know anything <laughs> about him other than literally what you just said. So yeah. I don't know what the connection between nope, that is I don't and know what that's supposed what to the mean. plot of this episode was. But, but whatever, sure. the plot of this episode was that there's this flower right. that like sneezes pollen on two people in a way that was immediately reminiscent to both of us, um, of the... So, neither of us have actually seen the episode right, of a, Star Trek TOS with the, the sex pollen flower, but, like... But, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen, like, a clip of what it looks like. Yeah, it, like, no. like, spits powder. Right, I've definitely seen and, like, that part before, and, like, it's... totally what this Yeah, we were both immediately like, oh my god, it's, like, the sex pollen flower. Yeah, I don't even know what, like, episode that's actually in... I have no idea. It's but... somewhere in TOS. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So um... there's a flower that... Um, was in Dr. Hamilton's lab, the right. doctor, the, like, geologist guy who Lex was... Had hired to do some experiments with the meteor rocks. Right. In a number of episodes ago. I don't remember yeah, which that episode was a while exactly. Ago. But we um, had talked about it previously. But so, yeah, it starts off with, like, some employee of Lionel, I guess, had been hired to, like, steal something from the lab, I think. Right. Um, yeah, because like, he was a, a Luther Corps employee. Right, and he was trying to contact Lionel. Right. Um, and he had the flower in his car and uh, was already being affected. Yeah, so yeah, he had the he had the flower in his car and he was being affected. He was on the phone with trying to get a hold of Lionel um and was like got into a car accident uh, because well, of like crazy driving. Well, he he, was... he got so he was super road ragey yeah, right. and he was driving behind Jonathan. Yeah. And um and he, and he kept off the road. Yeah, he kept like ramming his car into Jonathan's and Jonathan was like what the hell and so he tried to like pull over to let him pass and then the dude like drove his car off yeah. the road and like flipped over. So and Jonathan also, uh, saw this. And as this scene Jonathan was listening in his car to the theme song <laughs> from the Dukes of Hazzard yeah. which was the show that the actor who plays yes. Jonathan was on. Uh, so what's which, his name? Yeah. Which I have never seen, but 
Right, yeah, but yeah, so, haha, Dukes of Hazard reference with Jonathan. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, so Jonathan pulls this guy out of his flipped car, and then the car, like, super explodes. Like, like really, really, violently, like, fireball, straight into the sky, like, yeah, that's not, I mean, I don't know, I guess they have to make up for the fact that, like, it's been a few episodes yeah, since we've had a car explosion, car and so they're like, we want to really explode the car to, like, make up for the absence of car explosions for, like, at least four episodes or something. But yeah, then the the flower sneezes on Jonathan. Right. So, yeah, so it does its its sneezy pollen thing on Jonathan, and, um, and so then the next thing we see is that Jonathan is then sitting, yeah. or standing he's at in home, the- he's, 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 like, making out with Martha against the counter, and yeah. Clark comes in and is like, like, gross, stop it. Which was basically um, also our reaction. <laughs> yeah. Not, just because Jonathan. Yeah, just, so I mean, not yeah. necessarily because I'm like, ew, gross, you know, like, don't want to, but just, just like, Jonathan. Jonathan. I just really don't want to see yeah. Jonathan, like, no. his- sex life no. existing at all. Like, please no, because fuck Jonathan, man. But yeah, and Martha's acting like, like, already, like, just from, like, Jonathan being, like, I guess, amorous, is like, this is super weird, like, right. what's going on? Which, like, Which okay, like, fair enough, like, uh... neither their son, their teenage son, nor us, who, as right. viewers, hate Jonathan, want to see, like, Jonathan and Martha being lovey-dovey. Fine. Reasonable. But, like, they're but, like, a married couple. Right! Presumably they, that happened. Right! Like, <laughs> like, why is she weirded out by this? Like, really? Um, but whatever. okay. And then Jonathan is going on to, like, also, like, say, like, whatever, I don't need to do chores, let's go watch football. Oh, yeah, and then beers. he, like, opens a beer yeah. on the edge, a beer bottle on, like, the edge of the table, and is like, wanna go watch football with me, son? And it's all very, like, yeah. Like, extremely performative masculinity. Um, Yeah, and, like, Lex comes in then, because also Lex had heard about the car crash. Right. uh, And Lex comes in to ask how, like, check on how he's doing, and Jonathan is, like, even more blatantly rude to him than Well, he gets really, like, up in his face and is like, I don't like you, and I don't like that you're friends with my son. Yeah. And it's all very, like... So, like, that combined with yeah. the, like, wanna watch, drink beer and watch football with me, son, combines for a very, like, yeah, just, like, hashtag queer metaphor. Right. Okay. That thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, yeah. So. And Clark is very, like, what? Well, okay. Yes. And um. then he joins Martha in the, like, extreme confusion. But yeah, there's this scene, too, where where Lex is talking to Hamilton, and Hamilton tells him a little bit that he's, like, revived these, like, dead flowers with the meteor rocks, which, like, Lex is like, why did you do that, though? You're a geologist. Right. Which is, like, the question that the script never actually adequately answers. Nope, nope, there is literally no answer to that question in this episode, so if you are expecting us to tell you what the answer is, we don't have it. And like, neither yeah. did the script No, writers. the script keeps, co- like, bringing up oh. that, like, why did Hamilton do this? No. He's a geologist, and then just, like, moves on. Well, there's a lot of questions in this script, and, like, honestly, we were talking about this, like, this script genuinely kind of reads, like, there were, like, two script writers who and were, one like... one of them kept being, like, why are we doing this now? Yeah, right. And, like, writing lines 
like, exactly. emphasizing that into the script. Right, like, the entire story of this episode feels like somebody worked the, like, the editor, the script editor's, like, notes into the story of the script rather than, like, fixing them. Yeah. So, know. as Whatever. if, like, asking, like, the script right. asking I guess in itself the way of, those like, questions. Right, like, trying to, like, lampshade their flaws, but, like, well, it's like, not even, no. like, lampshading, it's just, like... No, it super yeah. fails on that level, because it's not lampshading, it's just, like, drawing attention to what we had already pointed so, like, out was yeah. obviously, like, a problem. Yeah. Uh... But, yeah, anyway, yeah. then, um, Chloe, they, they're at school, uh, we learn, uh, Pete mentions for the first time that he doesn't like Lex, uh, right. Which specifically Pete partly because, like, he, he blames him, I guess, for the fact that, that his family sold the, like, the creamed corn, whatever, Factory. to Lionel, yeah. um, which, like, Lex was nine, so that's clearly not his fault. Sure. Um, yep. But yeah, um, and then also, like, that he's, like, jealous because, like, he feels like he's not as good of friends with Clark since right. Clark showed up or whatever. Right. So, yeah, because, yeah, he's he's uh, jealous that Clark has a new best friend. Yeah, um, and also Chloe is doing what she says is a poll for the school <laughs> newspaper. What is? Where she just asks people what they would do do if they had no limitations or something. Like, what their deepest desire with, like, right. no Which is, is like, like, no... And, like, first of all, no. Like, what kind of question is that to ask your fellow high school students if you, like, genuinely want honest answers? Right, because, like, like, obviously people don't want to tell you what their deepest desire is. Right, like... like people will not tell you that, probably. Right, right, and, just like... generally. Well, and on top of that, she calls it a poll. Which it isn't. That's, like, that's not yeah. a poll. There's no, like, multiple choices there. Like, it's, like, a survey. But, yeah. yeah. No. So, like, that's... Which I feel like this is, like, an attempt at some kind of thematic idea. Because she says here, like, so far everyone's answers have involved either sex or violence. So I feel like it's supposed yeah. to be, like... Oh, at when you at like base level, everyone just wants sex or violence or something, right. which is coincidentally like basically what everybody who's like whammy by the flower over the course of this episode right. does. Um, which I feel like also kind of conflates sex and violence as being sort of basically similar. Like, yeah, that sort of feels like part of the like people expressing sexual desire is, like, an out-of-character, yeah. dangerous, well, scary thing. Yeah, I mean, like, also, this show has, like, so many issues with, like, sexuality. Right. Like, just, like, people having any sexuality. As we kind of mentioned with the fact that Jonathan, right. like, like, Jonathan Kent's like wife is weirded out by him, like, being amorous toward her. Like, right. yeah. that's yeah, so this show just genuine, generally over the course of, like, a lot of it just, like, right. treats... Because, like, so here, like, so, well, first of all, uh, Jonathan, like, gets a call from the bank about a loan and decides to go, like, drive to the bank and, like, I don't know... With a shotgun. With a shotgun in order yeah. to, like, shoot some people. Oh my god. Um, and Clark, like, stops him and then, like, he gets dizzy or something and, like, faints, and they right. take him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. 
But then there's this scene where, for some reason, Lana and Chloe are, like, without Clark, investigating the spot in the road. Because yeah, they, they, which figure like, out, they figure out that, like, like Clark figures out that, that this guy who was in the car crash and Jonathan both have the same symptoms. Right. But then, like, we just cut immediately from Clark finding that out to Chloe and Lana in the middle of the night, without Clark, investigating, investigating the, the car crash. Site, yeah, no. Which is like, and, what? Well, and the thing about that is that, like, so, so they don't have any sort of line referencing, like, Chloe being like, oh yeah, Clark called me, or no, like, whatever. Like, immediately, like... We have no context for why Chloe and Lana are doing this. We have no context for... Chloe tends to do this sort of thing, because, like, you know, Chloe, plucky girl journalist, is the thing they're right. trying to push. Plus, but, like, Chloe is the one who figures out plot stuff. But, like... If they're trying to figure out what's wrong with Clark's dad, why isn't Clark coming with them? So, one, why isn't Clark there? <laughs> Two, why are they doing this in the middle of the night? Three, why is Lana even there at all? Like... I she mean, and Chloe aren't even really friends at this point still. No, I mean, like, like, they kind of are maybe a bit, but, like, it's pretty right, whatever. but no, I mean, but they're like, not. the thing is clearly, like, Lana runs into the flower and it sneezes on her. Right, and they, they needed... just, like, they wanted Lana to be infected with the thing, yeah. and this was the best they could come up with. Right. Which was not but, very good. Not very good, but you'd think that they'd even, that they'd at least pay, like, lip service to why... Yeah. They're doing this, how they found out, and why Lana is there. But, like, nope, don't explain any of that. And they don't explain why they're doing this in, like, the middle of the night when they can't see anything, too. They're using, like, flashlights. Yeah. But so, like, then Lana, the next day at school, is sexy Lana. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, sexy Lana involves her wearing something that, like, would... Like, we pointed out, like, okay, maybe it's different in, like, a... No, I mean, it's Small town Kansas high school, but, like... We went to an inner city high school, but people wearing a mini skirt and and a tank tank top top. at school, like, half of the people at school in the summer would, you know... Right! No, in June, like, dude... Fucking... Not, that it would be completely like, unremarkable. 50% of the female population at school wore shit like that, like, every day. Yeah. So, whatever. But, like, she shows up in, like, yeah, in, like, a, a slightly frilly kind of shirt and, like, yeah. a miniskirt and, like, tall boots and, like, and they weren't even like, like they weren't even like he- like heel boots. They had like platforms on them and like very slightly smokier makeup. Yeah, and right. like maybe waved out hair. In a yeah, her hair was kind of like normal. shiny and blown out, but like not but, like whatever. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah. sexy Lana. What's happening? Right. They did the whole like slow mo yeah. as she like walks down the hallway with like the wind in her hair and like all the like heads turned, and then they do this like reaction shot of Whitney, who, of course, is, like, standing there and is, like, does the, like, double take kind of, like, look her up and down, like, oh, shit, like, But yeah. then, yeah, so then, like, she she asks Whitney to, like, hang out or something or, like, skip class with her? I don't remember. Yeah, she, uh, she asks him to skip class and he says that he can't because he's, like, barely scraping by in school as it is and... And then she basically is, like... It's really boring that your dad is dying. This is this sucks for me. And yeah. he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. She's basically she's like, like, you're no fun now that you're and he's and he tells her, like, you know, I yeah, I'm like barely scraping by in my classes as it is, because I have to like because I have to like work at the family store after school and then like I have to go see my dad. And yeah, and she's just like, Yeah, you're you're super boring now and no fun and uh I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, and she breaks up with him, like, in the middle of the hallway, right there. Right, right. Um, and Whitney is just, like, 
sad and confused. I mean, which, like, you would be. Yeah, no, that that's fair. That's a reasonable confusing. reaction. It's a reasonable reaction. Which is, by the way, this is the only time Whitney shows up this episode. Yeah. Um, but so, and then she, like, I don't know, grabs Clark and takes him to the pool that they apparently have and, like, strips down to her fancy red lingerie. Um, which is also, like, I mean, I don't know. Would she own fancy red lingerie? Um, yeah, well, okay, so, I have questions about where Lana got, like, any of the, like, lingerie or clothes that she wears yeah. in this episode. I mean, I do, I do feel like I could see, she only wears, like, two sexy outfits, and I could kind of see her, like, having bought those clothes, but not ever being, like, brave enough to wear them. Like, that feels like a thing that teenage girls do. I guess. Maybe. I guess. I mean, I didn't, but, you know. It seems... Yeah, but you didn't ever, right. like, wear I any... I, I mean... I didn't buy clothes if I could help it, so... Right. No. I mean, like, I certainly bought, like, provocative yeah, sex... But I you, mean, well, I was constant. They hit me a lot for... Yes, wear it. For, for so. <laughs> dress code violations. Right. But, like... But, yeah, I I wore all of the clothes like, like I that like that I bought. it makes a certain amount of sense for someone like Lana to, like, occasionally have bought, like, some items, more daring items and clothing, and then never really worn it. I suppose I can maybe buy that. But, I don't know. But, like... Whatever. Like, she didn't... Uh, yeah, she didn't actually have that many outfits. And also, like, the clothes were not that, like... Whatever. No. Like, no, honestly, they really a weren't. lot of it was just, like, that she normally wears, like, pastels, and these were, like, red and black. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they, these were, like... Red and black and, like, ooh, sexy. And it was just very... So, okay, so this is... This sort of ties into a larger... Like, we could talk about this a little later, too. But this ties into sort of a larger theme in this show where any time that anybody ever gets, like, drugged or kryptonite whammied or whatever Clark gets hit with Red K or, like, anything like that, Basically, the, the the main way that they tend to indicate that for, like, most everyone, usually, yeah. is that that person automatically becomes super sexy and, like, overtly sexual. Right. And it's like, yeah. I mean... And, like, base, and in fact, basically the only time on this show... And, like, that would be one thing if it was just for, like, Lana, say, right. who's, like, normally very, like, reserved and shy or whatever. But, like... No, it's basically, yeah, literally that's, like, the only time most of the protagonists, like, express right, that. Right, the only time that Apart anybody on this from, show... Like, Lex, who is already, like, a little bit, like, in the sort of, like, evil or, like, corrupt right. category. Exactly. Like, basically, the on- besides the Luthers, right. the only time any anyone who's, like, quote-unquote a good guy on this show expresses sexuality at all is when they've been drugged or somehow kryptonite whammied. Yeah. Which is like... Um, and this might not be true for, like, the very, very later seasons. Right. Um, but, I mean, definitely but, for yeah. the earlier ones. Right. And that's so, like... That in itself is just so, like, problems. No. Well, like, just in terms of, like, like you know, philosophically or whatever. Like... Right. It's... it's and it's... I mean... um. Like, like, sexy Lana here is so, like, like, she's sort of supposed to be, like, expressing her own sexual desire, but she does that so much by just being, like, 
exactly what like Clark even says later like she did she was like everything that I would have like wanted her to be right like she does that so by being like exactly like the sexy fantasy girl that you would right. want which is right. also like which super is, like right that's so problems because it's not even like it's not even like it's actually like, like her right Lana with all her inhibitions this. right Lana with all her inhibitions remo- removed is basically like a like your average teenage dude's like wet dream fantasy. Yeah. Like no. it's not Lana doesn't even get to be you know yeah. a non-object even when like so, yeah. they're doing this thing about her. Like and after this thing where she tries to get And her Clark desires to, specifically. Right, right. Like after this thing where she tries to get to get Clark to go in the pool with her, she like shows up at the Talon and is like blows off her responsibility there, um, and like yeah, and Lex, and Lex is there. Like, Lex is there and is like tries to talk to her about it, and she's like just like weird and sexy at him. Yeah, and then like and which Lex, to his credit, is on like Clark is like, oh, what's wrong with you? Like, are you feeling okay? Well, no, and then the scene with Clark too. Clark like says like this doesn't seem like you like a couple of different times. Right, it but seems then like- it. It seems like in that moment where he's saying that, he's, like, is putting together that this is probably the same thing that affected his dad. Right. But then but he totally fails to, like, do anything about that. Right. And just mostly just continues to react to the fact that she is sexy. Right. Which is, like, great. So she's Good probably... Job, Clark. Y- you You have realized that she is probably ill and about to fall into a coma. Right. But you're basically just going to stand here and ogle her. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yep. Those are Clark's choices. <laughs> Those are Clark's choices in this episode. So that happens. But yeah, Lana says in this scene with Lex, like, she's tired of, like, being, like, the girl who complains about her dead parents all the time or whatever. Yep. Which is kind of that moment where you can't help but be, be like, yeah, kind of we are too. But, yep. like, this isn't helping, really. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, yeah. Just, oh, writers, why? <laughs> Um, but yeah, then when Lex is, like, trying to get her to, like, go to the hospital, um, she steals his car and drives off to this windmill that she said earlier was her her greatest desire or whatever was to, like, go to the top of this windmill where you can see Metropolis or something. Yes, yes, on a clear day you can see Metropolis, which, okay, so here's the part where we point out that it's, like... What did they say it was? Like a three-hour drive a to three Metropolis? Hour drive from Metropolis. Yeah. So no. <laughs> you you cannot see that far. No. It is not physically possible to see that far from like the top of a tall thing. No, and the windmill doesn't even look that tall. And, yeah. Yeah, no, the the windmill, we looked at it, and like you can see Tom Welling standing next yeah, to it. And, and like, like Tom Welling is Pretty it's tall. Like, He's like six foot four. Right. And it's like yeah. four Tom Wellings high. Yeah, almost. no. We estimated it that it that it was like maybe twenty feet. Yeah. Like so it's about two stories tall. That's not A that high. Twenty foot tall structure yeah. is not sufficient to allow you to see a city that is a three hour drive away. It didn't even look like Dude, like, the, so at the end of the episode, they, like, showed them looking out, yeah. and, like, with, like, was, the Metropolis skyline. And it looked and, like, so close. No, like, that's, that's not even, like, 
that's what, you know, a, a tall structure, like, somewhere in the Twin Cities, you know, like, yeah. that's not even from, like, a, no. a like, far-out suburb. That's, like, an inner-ring suburb. No, like, not it, even from, like, I, an exurb. No, it's not like, even, like, an hour. Like, no, the it's like the drive of that is not even right. an hour. I would estimate, like, at the way, like, the distance yeah. it looked like it was, I was like, that is, like, maybe 20 minutes. Maybe. Yeah. But, no. Okay. No Whatever. Way. Geography. No way. Um, but anyway. Oh, so I yeah. just, this bothers me so much, <laughs> because, like... No, there's no consistency in terms of how far away Metropolis is at all. Um, no. No. But, I mean, like, the DC universe, like, map with all their made-up cities is, like, totally foobard. Yeah. Like, well. just, just like, weird and messed up to begin with. But, like, this is just, like, extremely fucked up. Like, no. But yeah, so anyway. Um, Sorry, this is, this, like, a personal pet peeve for me. <laughs> at the end of this scene where, where Lana starts going up the windmill, um, she faints and Clark catches her and takes her to the hospital. Yep. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, in some other scenes, Lex has talked to to Hamilton, and, like, apparently this flower that he resurrected oh my God. the seeds of, they compared to Jurassic Park, he resurrected <gasps> the seeds of using the, the meteor rocks somehow. But, like, which, like, guys, Smallville writers, like, you're like, oh, what has a good and, like, totally logical plot? Oh, yeah, Jurassic Park. Like, let's do something like that. Like, who, whatever. No. Um, no. But with, uh. with, with plants that sneak on people. Um, <laughs> But it was like there was this this this, this Nicodemus <gasps> diary that some priest wrote in eighteen seventy one where there was like a town where Smallville is that got everyone got infected by these flowers and were all acting weird and then died. Um, and like killed each other? I don't know. Whatever well they I mean like it's the a- illness kills them. Right. At the end. So, right. whatever. They, do, they don't, I don't know how much detail they go into. Yeah. But yeah, so this was, like, in 1871. No, so, and they even point this out in the episode. Right. Pre-meteor like, So, like, yeah, Pete, so, like, says, like, so Smallville was weird even before the meteor rocks. And you're like, like, but why, No, though? like, I don't understand. Why? <laughs> why? No. So, like, this is this is just, like, random magic. Yeah, there's just, like, like random magic It is plants. not kryptonite-related at all. They're just literally, like, magic plants that just happen to be there. Which, like, why? 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 No. Why? Okay. I... Why? No, it's stupid. Um, and then, yeah, and then, like, everyone in the town died. Which, and then... like, by the way, they never give any explanation no, for no, this just at this all. Magic plants thing. Yep. So, yeah, they say after everyone in the town died, the cavalry came in and, like, burned the whole place to the ground, so all the, the plant went extinct. Right. Um, but then but Hamilton, then... for some reason, decided he wanted to try resurrecting this dead semi-mythical plant. For reasons? Which, like, Lex gives him a bunch of shit about this because he's like, I'm paying you to study the meteor rocks, not for your, to do your, like, pet projects. Which, like, also, why is he doing this? Because, again, he's a geologist. Right. Like, what? Not Why anything about this? No. No. And then, like, Hamilton says he found, like, so there's this book that's, like, about the Nicodemus, the, the Nicodemus diary or whatever. Right. But, like, Lex checked out of the library to look into this. And Chloe somehow finds out that he checked it out of the Clark. library. Well, well, he gets it from Chloe in does... the earlier scene. Oh, yes, okay. But we don't know how Chloe found out. Because, like, 
you can't, like, that's, like, confidential information. Like, who checked that book out of the library? You are not supposed to be able to, like, figure that out. Um, Right. Well, I mean, didn't it, wasn't it with, like, old stuff, the name was written on the card? Yeah, but then you'd have to have the book, wouldn't you? I'm not quite sure how that all worked. I don't know. It was, I mean, it was computerized by the time that we were old enough to get library cards, so. But, like, Lex, yeah, so Lex, Lex is, like, through this episode is, like, being, like, I'm gonna get doctors in to figure this out or whatever. Right, so he, he sent one of the plants to his doctors, like, in Metropolis. Yeah, but he's, like, Clark becomes suspicious that he, like, knows something about it or whatever, and he, like, won't. He's, like, lying about it to Clark, which, like, I kind of don't even, like, I don't feel like actually paying Hamilton to research Meteor Rocks is, like, I don't quite see why that's a thing he needs to keep secret. Um, potentially because he wants to do, like, leverage, like, the Meteor Rock knowledge for something? (laughs) I mean, okay. I don't know. Um, like, I mean, if he potentially finds something for like that would be beneficial for Lex's business stuff, like, I guess is he thinking that that will happen with the meteor rocks? Because there doesn't seem to be much basis for that. Well, but... I mean, also he hasn't actually connected the meteor rocks to Clark yet, has he? No, I don't think he has any reason to to have any. Like, yeah, it, it's it's kind of weird to me that he's like lying to Clark about doing this because I don't see that there's any reason that like he should think that Clark would think that was bad? No, but, I mean... Like, now it's led to this disease, but, like, that actually is mostly Hamilton's fault for doing this weird, dumbass experiment with a plant. Right, well, I mean, not tell him as we do. already established, the, 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 <laughs> this friggin' magical plant doesn't have anything to do with the meteor rocks. Right, and, so, like, like, also, like, Lex did not tell him to do this, so it doesn't really seem like that is actually Lex's fault. Nope. But he is, like, hiding it from Clark, because he thinks that, I don't know, whatever. It's, like, kind of weirdly complicated. Yeah, I don't... And then, like, Clark never actually does find out that he was involved with it. Right. Um, But it's, like, yeah, it's, like, somehow, like, Lex, I don't know, it feels like actually this relies on like Lex knowing a thing about Clark that he has no reason to know, which right. is that he would be upset about him researching the meteor rocks. Well, but has Clark even definitively connected the meteor rocks to himself at this point? Well, how could he not have? He arrived in the meteor shower and they're meteor rocks. Okay, fair enough. But like, but like Clark just found out like in recent episodes that like the that like what they are not even calling kryptonite yet, like, hurts him. Well, not, I mean, in, like, the first episode of the season. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I don't but, know. But, like, he's 15 years old, and he only just made that connection now. He's been no, living in is, Smallville his that whole is, life. Which is honestly weird, because right. I feel like it's all over the place. I don't yes. know how he isn't tripping over it constantly. Well, that's my point! Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But, like, yeah, I feel like this, this like... So, like, my point is that, like, I'm not... I'm not, I don't have that much confidence in, like, Clark's deductive skills here, you know? So, like, has Clark actually realized, like, he knows that it hurts him? Does he know that, like, kryptonite is something that he should be potentially worried about Lex linking to him? Because has he realized that there's yeah. a connection there? Well, and I don't know, like, I, but, I, yeah. And then how does Lex know that he should be worried about that? How does, <laughs> why is, 
I don't know. I just have so many questions about all of this. Right. Like, it's like it's like I can I I feel like the show is having us take for granted that somehow Lex paying Hamilton to do experiments is bad, but I'm not really sure why. Yeah. No, I can't really I um mm, I just don't know. Like, I, I feel just like have this so kind, many this questions. is kind of a like like well, Lex doing experiments is bad because we know that he's going to be evil and do bad experiments. And, like, whether or not these experiments that he's doing now are actually in any way bad. bad. Right. It's just the general, like, our knowledge of the, like, future makes them... It's like, okay, no, I don't... Oh, oh, my brain hurts. I can't. Whatever. Like, none of this... None of this actually, like, follows internal logic at all. No, I mean, like, the thing is, like... As much as we have, like, a million things to criticize about every episode of this show, this yeah. episode is particularly just, like, This episode nonsense. is, like, so bad. Like, this is, like, in a lot of ways for me, this is, like, worse than last episode, where the conclusion to the mystery was, oh, by the way, this guy who got killed had a identical twin <laughs> who yeah who uh was totally down when this dude just walked ran into him and was like oh hey you're the identical twin of this dude that my sister like used to be engaged to who is now dead you want to help me get revenge on this dude who like and like was totally down yeah. like that was like that was that was Right. So that was, like, that was, like, ludicrous. That was this ludicrous. Is like, this is ludicrous but, in a way that is calling to in question, like, calling to into question the entire premise of this show. Exactly. Which is, like, meteors cause weird shit, and now suddenly it's like, oh, also, I don't know, the world is just full of magic plants or whatever. Right. Like, you're, you're messing with your own formula to the point where I'm like, okay, but, like, your world doesn't even make sense. Like, here's the thing. I acknowledge the existence of, like, weird, the coexistence of sort of, like, more, quote-unquote, scientific, like, superhero stuff, like, well, kryptonite like, and stuff, along with magical stuff within the well, DC universe. I mean, universe. because that's where you've taken because a bunch of different stuff that were really in different genres and slammed them all together into one universe. Exactly. Um, but, like, also, but, like, like, but the thing is that, like, Smallville doesn't is... Doesn't need to do that, certainly, at this point. Right, it definitely doesn't need to do it at this point, because, like, they haven't even introduced any other heroes yet. And, like, and I don't see why they couldn't have just had the plot of this episode be... Hamilton was for some reason irradiating a normal plant with kryptonite, and it caused it to do this thing. Why does there have to be this whole backstory about a right. thing that happened to a town in 1871? Right! What like, does that even add? No, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, hell, why couldn't this flower have just been, like, grown out of, like, a patch of of soil where a bunch of kryptonite landed, you know? Like, yeah. that, I mean, that literally has happened. Like, that's what happened with no, the episode right. that Amy Adams was in. So just, like, yeah, why Like, not? kryptonite plants from where there was a bunch of kryptonite in the soil. Like, that, we've established that kryptonite can do weird shit like that to plants. So, like, why are you introducing magical elements into this thing that, like, doesn't make sense in the show, especially this early. Yeah, no, like, it's weird. It's weird it's just and dumb. like, why are you doing that? And you're not even doing it in a way that, like, where you're, like, hinting at larger, like, 
hmm, maybe magic also exists in this. Like, it's not, like, even... No, it's just, like, it's just, like, it's oh, just like there was a planet. It did the Random thing. magic. For reasons? I mean, like, I guess it is not supposed to be magic, but, like, you know. It is it magic. Is, yes. It's magic. Right. Um, anyway, we haven't actually quite finished with the plot. Oh, right. Um, but so, there's, yeah, Pete and Chloe go to the Hamilton's lab, and Pete gets infected, and, like, most people had a slow burn of, like, right. changing personalities as they got infected. Right, like, they start out Pete, with, like, sneezing, and then, like, it takes a few hours to, like, it took Lana, like, overnight. Yeah. Pete, like, touches the flower two seconds later. Yeah. He's, like, nearly sexually he, assaulting Chloe. Right. Like, uh, he basically- her with a gun. Right, And, like, no. goes to kill Lex. It's, like, straight- Yeah, no. It's, like, it, it's literally, like, plant sneezes on him- Boom. Hey, girl. Like, right. literally, like, it's less than ten seconds. Yeah. No. It's, it's, yeah. So then he, he makes, uh, oh yeah, and also there's just a gun on the table. Right. He picks up. Right, like, <laughs> Hamilton just, like, left a gun lying around on the table in his lab. Like, loaded, I guess. Right. Um, so anyway. Cause, he, like, that, that makes sense. That's reasonable. Um... So Pete Pete goes to to kill Lex, and meanwhile uh, Hamilton is there, and Hamilton has found the like original diary of the priest guy that includes in some museum. That's like literally what he says. <laughs> some museum, um, oh, which includes some kind holes. of uh, let's see, old Native American remedy for this magical plant virus or whatever. Of course. Um. And so, like, Lex is going to send that to his doctors or whatever, and then Pete shows up, and, like, the book gets thrown in the fire, and they have to fish it out, and then Hamilton gets in well, and goes away. Yeah, um, I mean, well, it gets thrown in the fire. And th- not damaged and, for, and, like, and, like, two full minutes right. and so while it's, they it's, talk it's, about pulling it it's out. It's thrown in the fire, and then, like, Pete threatens Lex with the gun yeah. for, like, over uh, over a minute. Yeah. While they try and convince Pete and to let them like, pull those sits book. in the middle of the fire without actually burning at all. Right. So, um, like, um, yeah, that's how that works. But, yeah. And then, like, Hamilton leaves and Clark shows up and, like, does this thing where he, like, pretends to go along with Pete in wanting to kill Lex. So he right. can knock he Lex out and then, and then, like, grab the gun from Pete. Uh, and, and knock Pete out. Right. Which, like, I don't buy that Clark would be able to do that on the fly. Like, to be able to, like, d- make up that plan of pretending to go along with Pete and convincingly execute it. Yeah. In, like, that doesn't actually seem in character for Clark at this point. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. He doesn't do it for very long, no, is the it, thing. No, he doesn't. He only does it for about, like, 10 or 15 seconds, you know? No, but he had to come up with it really quickly. It's true. I don't know. It just doesn't actually seem like a thing that is the kind of thing he does very much. It's true. But, like, you know, it's... I could maybe believe that, like, Clark could maybe come up with that and go along with it for, like, a short period of time. I don't believe that Clark could, like, sustain that. No. Well, but anyway, given that, that happens. It, yeah, so that all happens. And... And then, yeah, we, like, immediately cut from that to, like, oh, everyone's recovering. I guess whatever the Native American remedy was worked. Ugh, which, um, like, do we even want to get into, yeah. like, 
Like, ooh, mystical Native American. Yeah, well, I mean, like, we want that. Just wait till season three. Oh, um, great. Yeah, two? awesome. When did the cage show up? Season two. Season two. Is it that early? I think so. Um, Ugh, great. We have that to look forward to. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so so then we cut to um, Clark and Lana are on sitting on top of that windmill. Yeah. And, and Lana's like, it's weird that I had to apologize for doing all this stuff that I don't remember yeah. doing, which is so, like, well, the first of many times someone will have to do that. Yeah. Um, but. Well, yeah, so, so we have um, two cases of convenient amnesia this episode. Um... Because Lana and Pete both do not remember what happened. Yeah, Pete like saw... Clark Clark using his yeah. powers. Well, Lana didn't. Well, I guess Lana kind of saw Clark use he his powers. Caught, he caught, caught her, her. Yeah. when she was falling off the windmill. But, and I mean, lo- mostly Lana does not remember being all sexy at everyone. Right. Well, and also making out with Clark right. by the pool. Yeah. Um, um, oh, we, there was also, like, this episode was trying to sell us on the, like, the, emotionally on the possibility of Jonathan dying, um, in a couple of scenes, and uh, included this one scene where Martha, like, is crying and tells Clark the story of how she and Jonathan first met, and, like, the thing is, like, trying, she's, She's a reasonably good she's, actress yeah, she, she's trying. Yeah, but, like, she tries, but, like, she's trying to sell it, but, man, that script is bad. No, and it's, like, you don't believe that Jonathan's going to die at this point. Like, that's not plausible. No, we don't. And my entire reaction to this was to turn to Alex, and I was like, ugh, when, how long do we have until he actually dies again? Like, another well, five seasons? Right. But, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, like... I just hate Jonathan so much. And this story she tells is just, like, also, like... Super uneventful. Yeah. It's like, no, it's we were in a class like... together, and I asked him for notes, but I didn't actually need the notes. Uh, and then he gave me his notes, which was so trusting of him. Uh, it's like, so man, like, dumb! Giving someone your notes for a class is not, like, a huge risk in trusting someone. It's right. not like lending someone your car or whatever. Uh, no. If you, like, you lose your class notes, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, like, yeah, it would be super annoying but, to, like... But, like, it's not like... Like, if I would... If I asked someone to lend me their notes and they gave it to me, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, you're so trusting. You know? Right? Like, no. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, no, it's just, it's dumb. It's so dumb. And Martha's like, yeah, really yeah. earnest and upset about this. And it's just, ugh. Yeah. I just don't care about Jonathan at all. No, no that's a lie. I do care about Jonathan. I don't have any positive feelings right. about Jonathan. I am. But yeah, so that's this episode, which is just, like, so much. Yeah. Just not. Oh, yeah, by the way, and also, like, the the guy, we had one death. Yes. The, the guy that Jonathan original originally guy. helped. Yes. Yeah, so, like, when... He's the guy who, you know, dies of the illness so that you know that there's a serious risk. Right, but, like, no exactly. like, actually know the name of then dies. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, the guy who you know, who that indicates that, like, Jonathan's situation is serious and we need to find a cure soon. Right. Like, the guy who came in first, who we don't care about, who's the one who presumably works for Lionel. Yes. He died of the flower disease. But yeah, yeah. so that's that episode. This was not a good episode. No, this was really bad. Um, so we need the Lex Evilness rating. 
Yeah. As well. Oh, and also, I want to mention that, yeah. like, it's really funny. So, the name of the doctor, right, is Hamilton. Yeah. And, like... Like everyone else you know, probably, we are very into Hamilton the Musical just now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean... Yep, if you haven't checked that much. out, you will probably like it, because literally everyone does. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, no, I, um, like, at Thanksgiving dinner last night, like, we were, I was there with my family and a bunch of family friends and stuff, and, like, a lot of people there were talking about it, which, I mean, granted, you know, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like, my sister's yeah. a professional actor. Um, but, like, but the people who, the person who brought it up at the table uh -huh. was, like, Hamilton up was, like, not my sister or her best friend, who's also a professional actress who came. Yeah. Um, or me, or even my mom. <laughs> it was, like, it was, like, uh, one of uh, our family friends who, like, literally does nothing professionally to do at all with theater, so... But yeah, no, like, the first the first episode that, that this Dr. Yeah. Hamilton was in, I did not notice that at all. But, like, yeah. then a couple weeks ago, I remember we were talking about this character. Yes. And I was like, what's his name? Was it, was it Hamilton? Hamilton? No! Or, or and then we it, both had this... Because I just felt like, like, maybe it's not, but I'm just... That's just so in my head right, right now right. that it's the only name Well, I and neither of us of. could remember. Like, she said this, she was like, was it Hamilton? And I was like, it couldn't possibly be. Like, that's just your brain, like, yeah. being consumed by Hamilton. But, like, well, no, his name was Hamilton. actually Hamilton. So, like, that's been really funny for us. Because, like, now that we're aware of that, like, every time we, like, see that character... Yeah. <laughs> like Dr. Hamilton and we're like haha Hamilton. Um but anyway. So yes. yeah, so uh Lex evilness rating. So like I gotta say, like one, like not high this episode, I, mean, like, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, he like lied to Clark. Well, um, and there's also like the shadiness of him continually like paying Hamilton to like, do right. questionable research the on the is, like, meteor rocks. That's so weird and vague. Like, doing research to rocks is not actually bad. Okay, but There's level nothing... level no. one on our, on oh, our no, rating no, no, no. scale is, it's... like, general, oh, like, shadiness, it's... which I think is exactly what Definitely that falls under. Definitely level one. I kind of feel like the episode wants us... It's trying to make it seem more bad than that, but I can't quite figure out, like, why well, it actually So at the end be. of the episode, he clears out Hamilton's lab and, like, sends him away to do his research at, he's like, I just, I just yeah. found this, like, other lab, which is, he names drops Cadmus again. Yeah. Which, like, also, like, yeah, he sends him, he says, like, I think you're a talented scientist, but you need more oversight, which is also, I feel like, supposed to be sinister, but, like, is probably actually exactly no, what he should do. That's accurate. That's the <laughs> proper way to handle that situation. This dude who he's paying to do research on, like, rock stuff was, like, going off book and researching this weird magical flower and, like, doing experiments on it, which had genuine provable negative effects on people. It killed a man. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe he was supposed to be like, no, you're bad, and I'm not going to work with you anymore. Okay, but like, but also, like, this dude was doing meteor experiments before he started paying him to. Yeah. Which is why it feels so weird at the end when he's like, when Hamilton tells him, like, you know, you're opening Pandora's box, and it's like, okay, but like, you 
Yeah, you were the one you who started. You were yeah. doing the meteor experiments, but you were the one who did this. Yeah, like right, you decided like, to do this. Right, this isn't like a thing Lex told you to do. Right, I don't understand. If you think it's a bad thing to do, why were you doing it? No, it's oh, is <laughs> the whole thing is so no, it doesn't yeah no. So okay, I actually want to give it a two. Partly just because I feel like the episode is trying to make him seem more bad, and that's part of what the scale is about. Yeah, okay. I mean, like... And also, like, I don't know, I guess for lying to Clark a little bit. Like, that's not, like, a thing that's on our scale, but, like, he is, like, trying to cover something up, kind of. But That is true. Even though we don't quite understand why. Yeah, I mean, also he has, like, a weird reaction to Clark confronting... Okay. Okay, like, how did Clark find out that he got yeah. that book out of the library? That's, that's one question. But, like, yeah, well, when he's he a little can... bit, like, passive-aggressive-y about right, it. Right, he's, he's um, weird about that in a way where I'm like, what reason do you have to be weird about that, No, Lex? I mean, like, it's clearly, like, the episode is framing it as, like, this is a secret thing that is bad that he is hiding. It's just we can't understand, like, why it actually is a bad thing he needs to hide. Right, exactly. But like, I, I think two. Yeah, I mean, like... I would probably go with one, but I won't disagree with two. I think that there's a lot of, like... It's just, just like, weird. It's, yeah. It's, so, it's super weird. It's This is, like, really hard sometimes when we're just, like, I don't understand what this episode was trying to be about. Right. Like, and, like I mean, partly, partly this one's hard because, like, Smallville never has, like, particularly great writing. But, like, like this episode was really noticeably, like even worse than usual. This was, like, really bad writing, even for Smallville. Like, I mean, so, like we said, like, yes. the script was basically arguing with itself in places. Right. Like, it was just so... There was just so much going on. But so my thing, just, my thing with the evilness scale, right? Yeah. Is that, is that what we're trying to measure is, like, how evil the show is, is portraying Lex as. I suppose that's seasons. true. So I think it makes sense to factor in that the show seems to be like, leading us to think of him as doing something bad, even if we can't figure out what the bad thing he's doing Sure, is. sure. Well, Cat, no, what did you do? Oh, okay. I think he unfullscreened it, but I can't figure out how he did that. No. What did you even magic. step on, Cat? Magic cat buttons that do magic <laughs> things that we can't... Damn it, Cat! Okay. But so, anyway... Uh, I think we'll go with two for this episode. Yeah, right. I think that makes sense to me. I think that makes okay. sense. Okay, so Rex this week. Okay, uh, so I am wrecking. Uh, I think that was an episode tag to this to this episode uh, called "The Opposite of Chloe" by Punk, um, and it's a little just pretty short Chloe character study with her thinking about. Her thinking about what she thinks would have happened if she had been affected by the flower mm, in this episode. Sure. And, like, sure. also kind of reflecting on, like, how it affected other people and stuff. Right. But, yeah, so it's just, like, a nice Chloe character study stuff, which is cool because Chloe is a good character that does not really get to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Chloe. As previously stated, she's my favorite character on this show. And... She is, like, so she's one of the only characters that sticks around yeah. for all ten seasons. No, and she's but, very, like, she's very present, but she's very right. much, like, support. But, yeah, but I, yeah, she's she's not like Lana, who they just, like, 
criminally, yeah. like, basically use as a plot device and, like, undercharacterize. And, right. And, or Pete, who gets, like, just, just nothing. And nothing, A little bit yeah. of some stuff and then leaves. <laughs> right. But I do feel like she's kind of criminally, over the course of the series, underused. Yeah. Well, she doesn't get a lot of chance to be, um... Like, there... She gets very few, like, she gets personal subordinated. plot arts. I mean, she does get romance stuff later, but it's yeah. pretty whatever. Well, um, I mean, and fucking Oliver. I'm not even gonna get yeah. into that to begin with. Um, right, but so, early, like... But. I don't know. She 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 gets she's so like supporting Clark right to the detriment of like her own right self interest her right. own both character to the, both her to own... the detriment of of her character as a character on a television show and to the detriment detriment of her as like a person right like I mean in the story right she basically breaks a lot of personal like boundary lines and stuff. Over well, the course of the yeah, I mean it's not even boundaries because like actually she doesn't well right. bound- she she sort she, of yeah she sort of actually I think puts up boundaries that she naturally would not have right it's almost kind of right. the reverse thing but it, but it means she gives up on her ambitions right um so and like it's not even yeah she so she, yeah she gives up on, on a lot of stuff and like does a lot of stuff that you know she yeah, might not have otherwise. Happen. Like, for Clark. She's not even Clark's love interest. She is just a female character who is in his sort of circle. And so, yeah, it's very... But, I mean, we'll talk about that more as stuff goes on. But anyway, yeah, it's nice to, to, like, really get into, like, her point of view and uh, in fic and stuff. Yeah, I... I, yeah, I love Chloe and any any stuff that's exploring her as for her is really great for me. The thing that I'm wrecking this week is a vid by Sisabet called Baby. And um, this vid is... So basically the point of this vid is, um, like we talked about a little bit in the episode, like whenever anybody gets whammied or drugged or whatever anytime in the show, um, they get all sexy. And... This is a vid that uses many, many of those. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, basically, this is a vid about Clark being really intimidated by people's sexual interest in him. Right. I I mean, like, it's it's, uh, in various circumstances, but a lot of them are people getting whammied. It is, it is, I would say it is like much more, much higher than 50%. Yeah. Like, people hitting on Clark when they are drugged or whammied in some yeah. manner. Um, and so, yeah, and it's a, it's a good vid. It's, it's fun. It's really, yeah, it's really, um, up-tempo. And yeah, like no, it's... Fast and fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's also kind of, like, when you think about it and get down to analyzing it, like, it is kind of, you know, Clark is weird about sexuality and... Yeah, I the show is Stop. weird. About the sexual. show, yeah. yeah no, which, I mean, like Clark also, but like, yeah, but the show, right? Particularly, which, and like, it's interesting. Yeah, it's this definitely. Is, yeah, this definitely brings out like a pattern. Yep, yep. Kind of, it basically just like emphasizes the pattern which we were kind of talking about earlier. Um, of this show is fucking weird about overt sexuality. Yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah. 
Um, plus, it's just like a fun, well-made vid. Sisabet is an incredible vidder. I don't think we've actually wrecked anything by her yet, but we will wreck uh, yeah. more vids by her in the future. She's a really incredible vidder, and um, Alex's favorite Smallville vid of all time, and possibly favorite vid. Oh, yeah. Yes. Favorite vid of all time is uh well no, that, by her. It's a small vid actually we'll goes on that goes on my mental list of like favorite things that transcend the, the individual categories that they're in. Yeah. Sure. So like it's just a favorite thing out of all the things. Like books, movies, whatever. Yeah. So right. yes. But we'll get to but that later. We'll get to that later <laughs> when she actually wrecks it. But yeah, so uh so suffice it to say that Sis and she made that vid, so su- suffice it to say that Sisabed is a very talented vidder, and you should just, we blanket wreck all of her stuff. You should check it all out. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I think that'll do it for this week. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Talon Podcasts. We're also on Tumblr at Talon Podcasts. Yep. Um, and, uh, and you can find us on iTunes under Talking at the Talon and let us know what you think, your thoughts, your own reactions, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you guys. So, uh, that should be it. And we will see you next week. Only 201 more episodes to go.